we got a special guest today. The real shooter, the own, the number one <laughs> shooter, Coyota, Final Films, Final Focus Films. Y'all know who he is. But yeah, what's good, bro? Let's tap in. Doing good. What's doing going good. on? Everything good? Everything good, man. Shit, man. I just wanted to get you on here to let, you know, talk about videography, photography, like everything that you do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, tell the people who you are. Tell them, you know, how you started. We'll go from there. Yeah, so... I'm a director. I've been directing for about four and a half to five years now. Um, how I started, I was in school. Um, a friend of mine had a camera, so I used to just go get her camera and just like take photos. Like, And now that I look back on it, I've always liked taking photos like on my phone and everything like that. So, I, I you know, I feel like I always had a passion for like media and just imagery in general. And then... um. I guess I just kind of like started reaching out to people to see if they wanted content. I remember um, sending a message out the flight um, and then they reached back out to me. And then I came out when I did my first commercial for them. So, I mean, you guys were like really my first, like I would say like my first real clients outside of like my friend group or anything like that. So Word. I would I say that's that kind of how I started. That was back like what, 20, we opened in 2017. So yeah. I had to be like... 2017 2018 it was probably. my junior year of college that was 2018 okay yeah because yeah that's probably that's where it started really and then we did that one video um and Shit, then, we got a whole catalog yeah now. now we got a whole catalog and it just kind of grew from there and then we started doing the fashion shows where all those fashion shows and then um that even got my name out there a little bit more and then you know some of the schools different different clubs within those organizations started on um, reaching out and i started doing even more content so where? i mean that's kind of like where it kind of really started where yeah now nah, that's what's up now nah, definitely i remember that like 20 yeah 2018 we opened in 2017 and i remember like 2018 was when we wanted to start like tapping in yeah. and getting more content and videos out and um i think i had seen your page and we was messaging or whatever mm -hmm. and then we just locked in and we've been locked in since yeah so nah definitely but yeah i just want to like you know tap into that to that your industry like right. videography like i'm familiar you know like obviously coming up just having a business you know most people will just get they'll either shoot their own photos or they'll try to shoot their own videos yeah. on like an iphone or even a um 4k camera whatever mm -hmm. dslr and you know it'll go like that but now the way the game is now it's like whatever kind of genre business or whatever you got going on you either need a full-time camera person mm -hmm. or you know you got to invest in like that type of equipment right. to you know put out that high quality content because yeah, i mean sure. you got youtube you got podcast <laughs> you got um shit influencers mm -hmm. everybody's doing any type of video digital content now yeah. so it's important definitely to have like your your setup and your camera your camera game on point mm -hmm. so just talk to me about that like obviously you started off with us just we were doing like minute videos and mm -hmm. and reels and stuff like that small stuff but tell me how you kind of got more into like the music videos i know that's like what you yeah. dig on now so i mean I, I mean i started off just like doing music videos for my friends um just to try it out um and really what it came down to was just people wanted me to shoot them so i shot a couple for my friends for free 
And then we would put it out there and then like, you know, the DM started coming in like, yo, like, I need you to do my music video. So like every time I did a music video, it was like practice, you know? So like, I mean, I feel like I just ended up, I just happened to be good at them or people believed me to be good at them. So then they kept booking and I don't know, I just started growing that catalog and just kept shooting and shooting. Um, and now I'm like fortunate to have worked with major labels, UMG, Motown, Interscope. Um, yeah, and many other independent labels and things like that, doing big, big productions. Um, I just got back from a shoot for Resilience, Ron Suno and JC. That was a big, big shoot. That was really dope. Can't wait for that to come out. Um, but really what it was is just like, I was just having fun with it. I was just having fun shooting, making videos. And I guess it got out there and people saw it and they liked the quality. And so like, you know, we just started working. Word, nah, definitely. That's definitely, like, how I got in contact with you, like, because I was big on, you know, I already had a camera, so, like, mm -hmm. I could do, you know, kind of the bare minimum, and I could shoot my own content and get, you know, get stuff done, but not at, like, I wasn't great at editing, you know, I wasn't great at, like, different angles and stuff like yeah. that, so that's why I definitely wanted to, like, work with a videographer, but quality was definitely, like, one of the things that was, like, most important to me, because you'll yeah. see people, and most people nowadays, well, I'm not gonna say nowadays, but, like, most people would just focus on photos yeah and like not too many people was decent with like video so you'll find a ton of um photographers but not too many videographers so yeah. it's, I, I feel like like what's your take on that is it big nowadays I, to be able to do everything or do you think there's still a lane for like just photos or just video guys so i mean def I'm, I'm one of those people who like i feel like i could do anything so like i like to be able to do everything Word. Um, that's just me, but I feel like there's definitely a lane, definitely a lane for photos. It's just a quicker turnaround. Um, I feel like if you're very, very, very talented at photos, you could kind of get a little buzz a little quicker. Okay. Um, my only thing is that, like, I will say it's very saturated because that's where everybody kind of starts is photos. Yeah. I mean, and not everybody. Some people might start editing where, when they don't have a camera, and they'll just edit for people, things like that, because you could just go get the programs. You can get Word. Premiere, you can go get Final Cut and start editing for someone who has a camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, yeah, I feel like a lot of people do really start in photography, so there are a lot of them, and so that means there's a lot more competition. Yeah. You know, um, and so, but then with video, I feel like the overhead, not the overhead, I'll, I'll say like the barrier to entry is, is higher with video because the, the equipment is, is more expensive. Yeah. Um, the gimbals, I mean, with photography, you don't need a gimbal. Um, and then, you know, it's just like really, really like. I mean, yeah, that's really what it is. I feel like personally, I feel like with videos, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's harder to, it's harder to enter that that world just because of how expensive the equipment is, and 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 you could still enter it with little to no money, really. But if you really want it to be at that level of quality, you're gonna need some of the best equipment. And equipment isn't everything. It's not everything. But if you know what you're doing. It could make a big difference. Only if you really know what you're doing as far as, like, your ISO settings, your aperture and all that, and, like, understanding your frame rates. That's when the equipment is really going to matter because I know a lot of people say, yo, equipment doesn't matter, equipment doesn't matter. It doesn't, but if you know what you're doing, it does. Word. So, um, 
you know, yeah, I mean. So you would say, like you said, obviously it's good to, like, for the people out there, just so that they know, it's good, like, if you're getting started, most people, like you said, they're going to start just photography, yeah. and then most people, like, try to learn and get into videography, but like you said, being able to be a jack-of-all-trades and kind of touch on everything editing mm -hmm. photos and video yeah. is you know gonna keep you in the game yeah long. for sure if you could do everything it's gonna keep you in the game because like there's seasons for this like there's always seasons sometimes like for me sometimes i might not be getting a whole bunch of video bookings but like all of a sudden i'm getting a bunch of photography bookings and i take yeah. photos you know what i'm saying like we did a, we did a couple photo shoots and stuff like that yeah and i have a uh, i have a photo studio in my um crib in atlanta so I still do the photos, you know what I'm saying? And, Word. you know, I, I enjoy doing photos, too, just because, like, I can get them out quicker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With videos, it's like you take a week, two, three weeks on the video. You still have to speak with the client as far as, like, revisions. Um, and even before that, you have pre-production where you're, you know, writing out the treatment, trying to figure out location, scouting, and things like that. So it gets very, very tedious, and yeah. it's just a bigger job in general. Whereas with photos, I mean, like, some people are a little bit more creative with their photos. You know, you can conceptualize. So I'm not going to say you don't have to still make a treatment when it comes to photos, but it's like you could still take the photo and then, like, if you really wanted to, in a couple of days, edit it and get it out, you know? Word. Um, whereas with video, it's just a, it's just a couple more steps which makes it just a little bit um, more difficult to complete a project for. But, um, but yeah, um, I feel like just being a jack of all trades is going to help you because, you know, you don't want to be stuck doing one thing and then at some point lose passion for that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes when I'm taking photos, I'm like, yeah, it feels nice to be taking photos right now and not doing a video, Word. you know? Or, like, sometimes we're like, I'll – I'll subcontract the cinematographer out in another city to go shoot a video for me. It feels nice to not have to go shoot it and just get the files and edit the video. You yeah. know, like it's just nice to have different ways um, to be creative um, and just to keep yourself inspired, just to keep, you know, doing different things and, you know, still being a part of the community, but not having to play the same role every single time. Definitely, for sure, for sure. So, you know, I'm big on business, so I want to tap into, like, the business of, you know, videography, like, pricing, yeah. budgets. I know you're mm -hmm. big on that, too. You, yeah. always, I see your posts all the time. You be having the spaz on people. They be trying to lowball <laughs> out here. I doing that, though. Yeah, I mean. I don't do that anymore. I, that was, like, that was old, old. That was, like, I used to do that, like, a year and a half ago, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I feel like people know now, like, don't hit my DMs. A like, lot of people don't know, bro. Yeah. Videos don't cost $100. They don't. <laughs> Videos do not Photos cost don't $100. Photos cost $100. Exactly. So let's tap into that. Like, break it down. Like, like I know I know the type of productions and stuff that you're doing, but just, like, if we could just do, like, an average just so that people kind of get an understanding of what pricing is like for photos, video, editing, location, equipment. Break it down for me. I mean, Give okay. me, like, an overview, like, a basis of it. Like, like basics, like an average. Okay. Um, I'll say... Damn, that's hard. Um, I guess we'll start with like um, photos. I feel like photos. That's like an hourly thing. People really, uh, most people charge by hour. Like, what's your hourly rate when it comes to photos? Yeah. And I've seen that when you're talking to a photographer that's very good, and when I say good, I mean they're good and they're great at what they do. Um, like typically, average would be around two hundred hours. So if you wanted, and then and then you know. Typically, you know, a lot of people think like they're going to get all the photos that they shoot. That's not 
that's not really always the case. Sometimes people only give you like what 10 edited photos or five edited photos per hour of the shoot yeah so if you t if you shoot for two hours you're talking about like four hundred dollars and you're getting probably like 10 or 20 edited photos out of that shoot um but that's that's like pretty much i feel like is the average rate for a very good photographer now obviously like status comes into play you know like cam kirk i'm sure you've heard of cam kirk yeah like He's charging upwards ten grand for photo shoots, but like obviously, you know, the people paying are like the labels and things like that. Yeah, you know, they're photographers who do charge like that. So, um, you so know, a lot it, of it is just like like resume too, like yeah, just really like how resume. long you've been doing yep, it. Exactly. You know, like if somebody goes to your IG page and your pictures are trash, obviously right. you can't be out here charging exactly. five hundred hours exactly. or whatever. And so. then it's also a thing where it's like you know supply and demand. So like. You're only one person, but if the demand is there, a lot of people want to shoot with you. Like, that's kind of how I base my prices sometimes, too, where it's like, I can't shoot everybody. So, like, I got to make the price something to where not everybody's trying to shoot with me, Word. you know? Because um, at that point, you just, you can't take everybody, you know? You're just going to give yourself a headache. So, some people, like, they really get hit up for photos often to the point where like they physically cannot shoot all these people so they have to arbitrarily just like keep their prices high just so that they can kind of weed out you know some of the demand you know what i'm saying because yeah. it's just too much yeah because yeah, everybody everybody needs it needs a shooter nowadays everybody yeah. like yeah, we were exactly. saying like just like content being at an all-time high mm -hmm. on within anything that you right. do everybody's looking mm -hmm. for somebody to shoot a video or shoot mm -hmm. photos so like let's break it down like as simple as like some of the stuff we shoot like we'll shoot like a minute reel or like we did a lot of like black friday recaps mm -hmm. and stuff like that so break down break down the pricing of that because usually we'll do like it'll probably be like a minute reel mm. um three minute um recap for youtube mm. and then we we usually do photos too right. so break down like something like that for like you know other businesses other store owners out there just so that they know what that type of breakdown would be so like it's there's really no real number and I tell, like, I get asked a lot from people, like, what do you charge? And I just tell people, like, I don't have a price. Like, I really don't have prices. Everyone I work with pays a different price. And, you know, some people might hear that and be like, what? What do you mean? Why is everyone paying different prices? It's just like some people want certain things and some people don't care for certain things. You know, like, in my world, I would, like, for a video, I would ideally want to hire a gaffer that's someone's gonna help me out with my lights i would like to hire a colorist that's the person who's gonna color grade the footage after effect i could color but i know some colorists who could really really color you know what i'm saying yeah or you know sometimes i might want to hire this certain editor you know what i mean so really when 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 it comes to pricing these things i typically ask for a budget Okay. Um, and then from the budget, we can we can tear that down and see what's what we're able to do, you know. Okay. Um, like for example, if I have somebody come in and they're like, "Yo, I got a budget of five hundred dollars, right?" And I'm like, "All right, what are your expectations? What are you looking for in that five hundred? And someone says, "Oh, I want a thirty minute video." You know, now I know like we can't do a thirty minute video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We might have to drop that down to like a thirty second commercial reel or something like that. Yeah. You know, with a couple photos, you know. Um, and that's just an example, but um knowing the budget is very important as a business owner. You know, when you're working with creatives, you really wanna have your budget set in your head. You know what I'm saying? And you know, don't like obviously you don't wanna lowball creatives because you're gonna get 
you're going to get very little effort. You know, there are creatives out here who will take your money. Like, they will take it even if your budget is low, but they're not going to give you that service that you really want. Yeah. So, I really, I feel like it's all about the budget because anything could really be done for the right price. And sometimes people just have too much of an expectation for their budget. And that's where, you know, doing good business as a creative, that's what you really need to keep in mind is, you know, being being transparent with your clients as far as like, yo, this is what you want and this is what you're trying to put together. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, let's say we wanted to do an interview, um, but you wanted to do like a high production interview, right? Like I did a, um, <clears throat> sorry, um, I did a civic engagement video for the city of Hartford council members. And it's like, you know, I know with the budget that they're giving me, I'm going to go hire a sound tech. I'm not going to try and do the sound myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because the budget is there. Why not add that extra security and give them that extra quality because of the budget? So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it all comes down to the budget. And even sometimes people people get weird when you ask them, what's your budget? Like, people get yeah. really weird. You know, it's a weird question, but it's like it's an honest question. And sometimes people, I feel like people feel like a creative maybe trying to get over on them or something like that. Yeah. I don't know about other creatives, but I know for me, if someone's coming with to me with a big budget, I'm going to find a way to put that budget back into the video right. to give you that quality that you're looking for. Because it doesn't make sense if I'm getting a 10K budget over here and then I'm getting a 20K budget over here. Why does that 20K budget look like the 10K budget? It can't yeah. be. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because then it also hurts your brand. Yeah. So, um, and like you said, it's a lot that goes into it. So if somebody has a 10K budget, you know what you're able to do. You know you know what other people you can get involved. Like you right. said, lighting, um, somebody to do the color, um, should a director, mm -hmm. um, somebody should added equipment, whatever right. the case may be. Rentals, Props, lenses, rentals. New, different lenses you could experiment with. That's another thing. People don't understand that. Like we could use what I got, but if you really want to, surpass what i'm showing you yeah you know it's the budget you know so where yeah. yeah so that's important for everybody to know that one like you said the budget is key and you know guys if if, if you want something shot and you're serious about what you want shot then keep that in mind when you give the the videographer a budget you know don't don't you know don't lowball yourself by oh yeah i only want to spend 300 but i want something that's gonna go on instagram 4k all types of colors cars <laughs> you know what i mean a all teaser, types of, exactly all types of models stuff. exactly location models, everything like, so keep that in mind guys yeah. just just budget is key yeah. like you said knowing and, your number know your number and having some type of some type of clarity on what you want shot like you said right. a lot of people will say oh i want to do a video and then when you ask them well what are we shooting like whatever it's going to be they don't they don't know yeah and like when i get clients like that a lot too and like the way i deal with them is all right so you want me to write you a treatment then they're like yeah i want you to just give me an idea all right and that's when i ask them what's the budget and then people are like well let's get a treatment and then worry about the budget later i've had clients say that and i'm like how am i going to write a treatment or i don't even know what like what how much we're willing to spend here because now i'm gonna be running around in circles so because i could write when i write treatments like you see my videos like they're always they have casting you know maybe they have different things props um locations big locations so explain to me real quick what a treatment is so a treatment is pretty much the uh blueprint to the video um or project let's just say it's the treatment is the blueprint to the project 
um, that you're working on. So, okay. um, yeah, it's, it, they include like storyboards, mood boards, um, and just the overall concept that you're trying to, <clears throat> the overall concept that you're trying to achieve. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so like, yeah, sometimes people like, you know, won't even like, you know, they want a treatment because they don't really know what they want, but still not know their budget. So it's like, yeah. I think big. So when I want to write a treatment, I like I'm automatically trying to write fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollar treatments, but not everyone's gonna want to spend that. So if you're not gonna tell me a budget and I write you a fifteen thousand dollar treatment and you look at it and you're like, how much is this? And I say fifteen thousand, you're gonna shut me down right there and tell me I only got like five k. Yeah. When you could have just told me you had five k to start with, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like that's another thing where it's like, especially if you're gonna hit up. A creative to write you a treatment creatives can't realistically write a treatment without a budget it doesn't really make any sense because then you're just going to go around in circles where so that's why knowing your budget is really important too where nah definitely definitely i wanted to i needed like some clarity on that because like you said there's so many aspects <laughs> that go into you know shooting the video putting the whole production together and i think a lot of people don't fully understand like how that works it's like yeah. it's a lot more it's the budget it's like you said it's the location i've seen you shoot at like some crazy locations which i'm sure like there's probably sometimes <clears throat> where you have to pay for the location yeah locations fire fire locations are like 500 an hour where yeah like i shot at this high class gym in new york yesterday how much did we spend on that location? It was um, it was twenty five hundred. Wow! For just like, for the location. Yeah, just for the location. It was about how many hours did we spend there? Um, we yeah, like five hours. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like five hundred uh five hundred an hour, and then today we shot at a club. That was fifteen hundred. Um, the most I've ever spent on a location. It must have been um. I think it had to be like a roller skate ring, and that was like three thousand. Or yeah, so yeah, so locations keep, is up there. Yeah, keep that in mind too. It's a lot of aspects that go into this. Um, now I want to shift gears a little bit and 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 touch on like what are what are some what are some tips on just promoting like your brand through social media for for the next man that's coming up but what's like some tips some things that you didn't know that you know now that you could share you know with people for th for their journey okay um i feel like that's a hard question because i'm not really a big fan of social media anymore okay i feel like like when i started social media was big like that got me a lot of people tapping with me and everything like that but now like the people I work with have been like introduced to me by like different execs, different people I know, word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I feel like that's, that's where most of my business comes now. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's like the level that you're at now, but like starting off for somebody that just that's like just getting into it. They may have only been shooting not even a year, 6 months. Okay. I I got something for you. What I did and what or I'm not going to say I deliberately did this, but what 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 happened to really help me was um, working on big events like so working on a uh, like for example those fashion shows where you right. have like how many people were at the fashion show like like 100 200 people yeah, pr probably a couple hundred yeah like events like that where you have a crowd an audience yeah you just know if you take photos at that event or do a video at that event 
those 200 people are going to find that video and they're going to tap in because they were there. Yeah. So putting yourself out there to um, work events with a huge audience is going to help you a bunch. You know, get the video out. Get the video out within 48 hours. Watch. All those people are going to tap in. And if your video is fire or if your photos are fire, they're going to tap in. So I would say as far as, like, marketing yourself, you got to just make sure you put yourself in position to, like, to like get get exposure for real like you just gotta work events that have a lot of people involved and like in in the same respect you could say you could work with you know celebrities and and that i mean you're not working with a huge crowd but they also do have a following you know so like if yeah. you do something really dope with a big name person people are more likely you know mo mostly most likely gonna tap in with you just because like you know everybody knows this person you know what i'm saying like so yeah, working with um, huge audiences, people with following, um, and but like the most important thing, like all of that definitely helps. But the most important thing is just making sure that your content is dope and it's different and that it's original. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want people to, you know, if your if your work comes up on their timeline, you want people to stop and look at it. So, you just gotta keep that in mind. Like, it's and I'm not gonna say that. You know, it's really easy. Someone could just tell you how to set up your camera and this, that, and the third. But um, you just got to really find yourself in this in this media, in this world, this creative space. And as far as, like, who you are as a creative and what you want to portray through your work. And just put the work in, for real. So, um, most importantly, it's the work. Right. Make sure the work is dope. The work is dope. Go find, um, work with people um, who have some sort of following or go you know, shoot a fashion show or go shoot a wedding, you know, or, um, you know, stuff like that. Or work with a big brand, you know, and get that all up on your resume. And, um, everything else should just work out from there. Definitely, definitely. And I know another part that, like, I noticed you were doing earlier and I see, like, a lot of people doing is um, just showing up at, like, concerts mm -hmm. and just shooting pictures. Right. And talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, so that kind of, like, that kind of goes into the, you know, working events to have an audience because you know obviously you got concert you got hundreds of people there so typically like you go to a concert you take a couple photos of the artist you post it a couple tags on instagram a lot of people are fans of that artist clearly because they had a concert and a lot of people paid to go to the concert so you're already posting content of somebody that has a huge following um that following is likely to like interact with your post just because you know you did content for them so or um doing concerts was cool for sure i feel like i don't really do concerts anymore unless like i'm tapped in with the artists and like they want me to come along or whatever but um and i feel like i kind of got like concerts kind of got ruined for me because i did the made in america festival and like i saw like everybody and yeah. I got photos of everybody in one day. So now it's like, I feel like I, it's not it's not as worth it to me unless I'm doing a festival. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it's a lot harder for me to, like, be like, all right, I'm going to go to this concert for this one artist to take photos of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, that's a little, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of wasting my time doing that. But, yeah, concerts is cool. For sure. Like, I used to do, like, concert recap videos. Those went crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those are definitely and honestly, I know a couple videographers like that got that went on tour just from going to a concert. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people who paid to get into concerts just to take a photo of their favorite artist and then ended up on tour with them. Or so like 
concerts are also a good way to go tap in with the artist. If you you know if you know how to move around and like introduce yourself and market yourself, um, you know it's a great networking space. You're gonna definitely have managers all around. If it's like a tour group and it's like multiple artists, like you know there's some sort of management or exec around that you could go and pitch yourself to and put yourself in a different situation. Nah, so, for sure. Yeah. Nah, definitely networking is is big overall. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure in in the in the videography space is is top of the line. Mm -hmm. So final focus films. Tell me tell me like where the brand is at now and tell me like what you got planned for the future. For sure. So final focus films, we're a group of creatives um and we service um multiple states in the United States. Um and yeah, I mean right now what we're doing is I mean we're just we're creating our clothing line. Um we have a freelance matrix of videographers, editors, DPs, directors all across the US, um, primarily in LA, New York, Atlanta, Miami. Um, and we have a couple in um, some other states that, you know, people wouldn't really assume to have, you know, to have a little motion, but um, I know some people and I trust them. So like whenever we get business in, um, let's say Utah, um, or, or, you know, maybe Little Rock, um, we, we have people in place to service our clients. So, I mean, right now what we're doing is, I mean, we really just, just like completing, um, completing services for our clients really. Like um, last week we had a shoot in LA. Um, I had my um, cinematographer go out. He went and shot that video. Um, and then I handled the post-production on the back end. And then um, we also, I still do shoots in CT sometimes when I'm not here. Well, we'll have, um, we have a couple cinematographers down in Hartford who will help like complete our shoots. Um, we have um, a fashion show, ECSU, like they still contract me for stuff and I, like I'll, I'll you know, put my photographer on, you know what I'm right. saying? It's, and, and that's really what Final Focus Films is. It's like, you don't have to, <clears throat> you come to Final Focus Films and not directly be like, yo, I want to work with Oak. It's more like, you, you're working with our company and everyone who is under our company is of a certain level of quality so like we're really just a collective of creatives um who really know what we're doing and we have like strict guidelines as far as like how things are shot what the frame rates are going to be um lighting guidelines and there's certain there's a certain requirement as far as like equipment and um you know it's like it's not you know we just don't we don't just work with anybody like so that's one thing about Final Focus Films is like you could be anywhere and if you wanted to get service for like a photo shoot, video shoot, whatever it may be, um, we're going to make it happen. You know, it doesn't matter. And like and I, I feel like that helps um, clients with their budget, too, because it's like people don't always have the budget to go fly out somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why fly someone out where, where when there might be somebody in your state? that's actually really dope, but you just don't know about them. Right. Or you might not know, sometimes clients don't know what to look for to know if someone's dope. Because for me, I'll find a cinematographer out here, and if you look at their work, you might not be like, nah, I can't work with this dude. But that's not it. It's like sometimes I might find a cinematographer, he might suck at editing. You know what I'm saying? He might not be that good at editing, but he could shoot. Where there's certain things I could look at when I look at footage, I'm like, oh, he could really shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he understands his camera. He understands his aperture settings. You know what I'm saying? He understands his native, like, he's using a native ISO on his camera. I mean, I'm, I won't be able to know that just from looking at it, but you could have a conversation with someone and you could understand, you could tell 
if they understand cinematography. But their editing might not be there, so the content that they're posting might not look great. But the way you the way you can fix that is you could put them put them in position, have them be a cinematographer, take the footage, send it off to a sequence. So in the sequence edit, who's really talented at that, take that, send it off to a colorist. Right. Now you have a complete product and it looks good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I'm, I've really been. Um, a producer like I've been producing lately. Um I direct but I I've, I've really been producing a lot. Um so I mean it's really interesting cuz you could take people like you could take an editor, right? Sometimes you see an editor post a video and like, "Oh, no, nah, he's not good cuz his footage is blurry." Yeah. But he's still good though cuz his editing is fire. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The edits is fire so that when I see that, I'll take him. I'm like, "All right, you Come over here. I'll, I'll get this cinematographer super dope, or I'll take my footage and give it to him. You know what I'm saying? And now we got a dope editor on fire footage. You know what I'm saying? So nah, that's um, what's up. Yeah, so it's really just like, you know, bringing the team together um, and just putting the right people in place to create top quality product um, for our clients. Um, and as far as, like, what Final Focus films um, could be in the future, I don't want to. I got some plans. I don't want to say too much about it because I kind of just kind of be giving out the blueprints of what I'm looking for. But it's pretty similar to what I've been saying, but okay. just on a bigger scale. Right. Yeah. Nah, definitely, definitely. That's that's what's up. And and to add on that, part of what you really saying is that to get you, it's gonna cost a bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, for sure. Nah, that's definitely nah. that's definitely what's up, bro. You know, I'm proud of you. I want to definitely salute you for for. I remember from the beginning when you yeah. started to where you at now, and you definitely doing your thing Appreciate for sure. You. So that's definitely what's up. Let everybody know, you know, where they can find you, where they can get in contact with you, all that sure. social media, everything. For sure, you could hit me up on Instagram at Ope Visuals O P E. V-I-S-U-A-L-Z um, Or Final Focus Films That's the production company um, You can also You can send an email to contact At finalfocusfilms.com For any inquiries And yeah I mean I mean I got TikTok and Twitter But I don't really use those platforms Yeah I'm just more Instagram Definitely, definitely, for sure. Appreciate you, bro, for coming for sure. on. Um, you know, it's always good to tap in with you. And we're going to catch y'all next week. It's the Flight Show. Mm-hmm.